previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Next up, which TV family is most like your own? I know it's way back, but it's back ways. There's a little bit of family ties in there. Oh, oh. classic. That just made me feel like a am <laughs> Going back a ways. <laughs> the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. littles. Is that how Ritz did it last time? Hey, Littles. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) We have this cadence going. Yeah. Uh, That's in honor of Ritz. Roxy. Chuck. Lots lots to get into. Busy week for us. Lots of traveling. We are in Nashville, okay? Sort of. Outside of Nashville. (laughs) We're down. We're in my, we're in my, what do we call it? Papa Lou's recording studio. Yep. Part of the WTFC Podcast Network. Yep. It's a branch. Yeah. Luckily. Uh, so for, let's just get into this stuff. Uh, first of all, lots of thank yous. Mm-hmm. So many, many, many thank yous. Mm-hmm. It's why we do this. It's crazy. The connective tissue, the, the kindness. The kindness of Littles just blows my mind continuously as we even progress through this. It was my birthday last week. Yep. So many, so many generous, nice notes. Really appreciate that. And I think a lot of people know now via Facebook, all that stuff, that unfortunately we lost my dad this past Saturday. And so we're down in Tennessee getting some things squared away and we're working remotely. And Yeah, but we're very grateful that we got to see him. Yes. We got to come down and spend a little time just sitting with him. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was good. great, that especially was for you, because you're mm-hmm. new to the family I and know. whatnot. No, you've known him. He for actually a liked me. <laughs> he actually he told her that. He actually <laughs> said, "You know, what do you say? I think you guys make a great couple, yeah. or something like that." And yeah, we know I'll he cherish likes that forever. <laughs> yeah, but selfishly, more importantly, he hooked us up because Roxy, understandably, <laughs> about what I'm about to say, I, I have no idea where you're going with this. Well, <laughs> I had to run out. I left on Thursday because I got a phone call, and mm-hmm. so I just took right off, just threw things in a bag. I have no clothes here. I have no nice clothes. <laughs> so we're, we're probably going to Indochino oh, later yeah. today. <laughs> so Chuck can shop to wear something appropriate for the memorial service. And Roxy, the next day, uh, wasn't sure how we were going to do with this. It's TMI, I guess. But so long story short, she ended up doing the same thing the next day, just literally yeah. had a half-hour notice Get to the airport. I we got Me, the flight. Roxy got ready in a half an hour. Exactly. Threw stuff in a bag. I had no idea what I packed, but I made it. But what'd you forget, Roxy? Oh, my microphone. <laughs> she forgot her microphone. <laughs> I forgot. You know, I forgot many things. Come but on, the microphone Roxy. was like up there, like the, high the, on the list the of things, things. I was like, what? How could I have forgotten that? Because I knew right away. I didn't know how long we'd be down here, so I packed the entire, basically, the podcast studio. Yeah, the mixer. And, but I thought his she, microphone. She might be staying up there for a while because we yeah. weren't sure how long this was going to play out and right, stuff like that. Right. Again, TMI. So understandably, she just <laughs> forgot the microphone, and she got down here. She's like, oh my gosh! But luckily. So, oh, some, yeah. Some background with my dad. Joe Arrow would love this guy. Karaoke fiend. He was doing mm-hmm. karaoke in a bar mm-hmm. until probably 90 years old. Yeah. 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 He was 92. So just uh, well, maybe like 89, 88. But pretty. Right before COVID. Pretty late in life. Pretty late in life. Mm-hmm. He would go up to the corner and there's a bar up at the corner and they would just do karaoke once a week on Wednesday yeah. nights, I think it was. And he would go. Now, the funny thing is because he couldn't <laughs> get around super well. <laughs> Is there's some things my dad didn't know about karaoke. Okay. First of all, he thought it was the, the Papa Lou, Lou show. show. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what he would do, and bless these people's hearts. I know. They were so patient. They were so patient and kind with him because, you know, he was a regular. Yeah. He was the regular. Mm-hmm. Didn't drink. No. But he would go up there every, every week for karaoke. And what he would do is he would go up on the stage and sit in a chair and like off to the side. But he would just stay there the whole night. Yeah. So even when people would come up on stage. He would sing back up. He would sing back up. <laughs> now. I tried to explain to him many times when I would go occasionally and yeah. I'd go and watch and I'd be like, Dad, you can't do that. You know, you, that's their song. Oh, I'm just singing backup. I'm like, <laughs> OK. But I said, like, Dad, they might not want backup. Right. You know, it's like, right. I'd be like, this is my song, man. What are you doing? Especially yeah. if they don't know him. Yeah. You know, if this is some guy, just random guy in a cowboy hat sitting on the stage. I mean, luckily, he was a cute old man. Yeah. So. Right. So, I mean, how do you tell an 89 year old man to shut up, <laughs> you know, and not sing along with right, my song? Right. You know? 
But anyway, so then he would do his couple songs and then he would just sit there and wait for his wait for his next turn yep. patiently, just sitting up there on the stage, yep. off to the singing side, back up. singing back up, <laughs> you know, when he knew the song, he just got it. And most people, they always embraced him. Yeah. And so the, yeah. I'll, I'll have those memories. And that was always fun to go watch him do that because that was his place. That was one thing I never got to do. And yeah. I, I wish I could have experienced. Yeah. That. And the other big part about is another thing people don't know about his niece, my cousin, owned a karaoke store out mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah. Okay, it was called Karaoke Corner. It's mm-hmm. still out there if you want to look online. up the website. Mm-hmm. It's online. Everything's online now. She had to shut the store down because, you know, there's not much foot, especially during COVID. Yeah. There was no foot traffic. So, right. you know, paying rent. So now she just does everything out of her house. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly just special order stuff. Yep. So there's that. But my point is that she would send my dad stuff all the time. He had like three, not one, not two, <laughs> not three, Joe Arrow, three like professional karaoke machines. Yep. Now, this is going back to before they did it all on laptops. They do it, I, from what I've seen, the DJs or VJs, whatever they're called, they do everything out of their laptop. Yeah. So anyway, good news, bad news. <laughs> my dad has microphones down here. Yeah. So we're using one of, I'm actually talking right now on one of my dad's microphones, which is kind of neat, but the sound quality is probably a little different than normal and it's, everything's a little out of whack. So we appreciate your understanding with that. All because of me. All, well, and also <laughs> because we're in, we're mobile, we're we're traveling now, and so yeah. we're in the what we're calling the Papaloo Podcast Studios, part of the WTFC Podcast Network down uh-huh, here uh-huh. in Hartsville, Tennessee. We'll yep. get specific. Yep. It's a little ways away from uh, Nashville, but I just say Nashville because no one knows where Hartsville, Tennessee is. Yeah. And one thing I think I've shared on the podcast before, Roxy, with the Littles, I think I've mentioned this, how when I was growing up, the Kentucky Derby was always a special place for me and my dad. Mm -hmm. And we would always watch it together. And I remember when we had the beta machine, I would tape them. So I'd have them. Mm -hmm. I had all these tapes, just random horse races. But of course, the Kentucky Derby. And I always thought it was in honor of my birthday because my birthday always (laughs) falls on the weekend or around the Kentucky Derby. And I just thought this was really special. I mean... You know, him passing the day before Mother's Day and on the Derby Day, I mean, the first thing, you know, I thought of was, I was like, well, we're going to miss you, but at least, you know, she's waited a lot. My mom's been gone for about ten, a decade now. Yeah. And so I said, she's waited long enough. She wanted to celebrate another Mother's Day with you, Dad. And so that was nice of him. And uh, and then you even, you came up with the better one, I think. You said. Yeah, because it was just before the Derby Yeah, he started. literally passed away like. Like just a couple, couple hours. Not even. So I, I said he just wanted to have the best seat in the house for the Derby. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad he did because that was one mm-hmm. thing. After I went to the Derby back in, I think it was like 2009, that was a dream of mine was to get him there for yeah. it because I knew he would love it. I went by myself, mm-hmm. had such a great time. I've told that story. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wished I could have gotten him there to see it live because I know how much he would have loved it. So yeah. So he yeah, had the, the best, best seat in the, in the house. house. That's right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thank you very much for letting us share some of these things, these personal things about my dad, but he avid karaoke person and just loved to sing all the time. And he has all these, all this equipment here and all these CDs yeah. and it's just, it's crazy just starting to go through stuff. Yeah. He's got karaoke discs. He's got recordings that he did. Oh yeah. Was, like he's got so many cover mixtapes, I would say. Yeah. Right. Kind of thing. Of like just himself singing and just, just the best. He would give them out to people mm-hmm. and just, yeah. So RIP dad, I guess is how we'll end that. I just, um, yeah. but I cannot even begin and we're going to end probably later because we're going to get to the emails in the last segment, but we've just been getting messages and texts the and emails and just words blows my mind because we've never really quote met these people Mm -hmm. we've met them most of them Uh, we've actually had some people that we haven't met yet send on notes Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just been it's really appreciated truly amazing it really is and it's almost leaves me speechless which doesn't happen very often so thank you for that before we get to our meet the littles guest some apologies though (laughs) besides the sound quality i we're not even sure how this is going to come out we're hoping it's going to sound fine but just in case. I bet it'll be better than our first 20 episodes. That's true. That's absolutely <laughs> true, Roxy. Whoops. But the other one is there's still people waiting for their prizes. And I feel bad and I I don't know what to say. We're on it. We, we are. Rob's doing what he can. Uh, Swagmaster. There's just we're things. In a, we're in a holding pattern right now, yeah, I guess. Things are on back order. We mm-hmm. had special things picked out for the prizes. And I guess we could just pick other stuff and save those for another time. Yeah. But it was all connective tissue. Like we had we part of the prizes were going to be the magnets that uh, Eric Londrigan designed for the well, TK spoiler show. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> But those are still on back order. Yeah. Things are coming. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. We've got we, new stickers coming. We've got the same. We've got another batch of our stickers coming. Just continue to be patient. Yeah. And they have. No one said anything, but I just feel like we had to address it because mm-hmm. it's it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we're talking, we're, it's going to be June madness. We have not and, forgotten. Yeah. We have not forgotten. They're coming. So we appreciate your understanding there. 
And then the last thing, I mean, not that we have to apologize for it, but this will probably be a shorter episode than normal. And I know everyone will understand that just because we didn't have time to connect with other third wheels and things like that while we're down here. But we wanted to get an episode out. It's also tricky here because internet is Yeah, there is sparse. no. My dad lives on like Little House in the Prairie. Yeah. So, yeah, it's there's It's beautiful. That. It's beautiful, but it's in the middle but of nowhere. But there's no connection. <laughs> right. Internet. But in all serious, this has been a, a nice distraction. Yeah. Uh, we earlier, full disclosure, which we'll get to in a second, we just recorded earlier today a interview uh, for a yep. future Meet, Meet the Littles, the Littles. guest. Mm-hmm. And he knew what was going on and had some nice things to say. And we were just like, thank you, because it was a nice distraction. Yeah. Because we're in a holding pattern now. We've, we're waiting for other family to arrive and so we can do a memorial service and stuff like that. All nice distraction. Things. Yes. And I've got Roxy here, which is the most important part. So, oh, shucks. Anyway. All right. So let's get out of here. We have a great Meet the Littles guest. Interesting spelling to the name. Yep. That was my favorite part about it. Well, because, you know, I, yeah, I I'm, Chuck here has a tendency to mispronounce names. So yep. I wanted to make sure we didn't do that. And it but, turns uh, out to be easier than it looks. Absolutely. So, all right. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Finally, August has a holiday. Don't miss Summer of Littles 4, Saturday, August 6th, starting at 5 o'clock, your local time. If there isn't one in your area, why don't you host it? Go to summeroflittles.com, tell Bob Walsh you want to volunteer, and tell him Chuck and Roxy sent you. and Chuck are down in Nashville for this episode of the Loyal Littles podcast. So who else are we going to turn to but good friend of the podcast, Tim Wildsmith. And this song is called Made It Through. And it is off his album entitled A New Morning. Now, if you like what you hear, and how can you not? It's Tim freaking Wildsmith, people. Best way to find his stuff is go to his website. That's timwildsmith.com. That is T-I-M-W-I-L-D-S-M-I-T-H.com. You can also find him on Twitter and Instagram at Tim Wildsmith or YouTube, iTunes, etc. Just go search Tim Wildsmith. Just do it, Littles. And as always, we'll play the full song, Made It Through, at the end of the podcast. It's now time to meet the Littles. And welcome to the podcast, Roxy, Mr. Sean Smith. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. How you guys doing? We're great. Now, Smith spelled S-M-Y-T-H. Yeah, Uh, I would have said like Smythe. Smythe. Maybe that would have an E at the end. Maybe. Yes. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because my dad was born in Ireland Mm -hmm. and I did not go back until I was actually in my late 20s. And the first time I went back, there were a lot of places there, Smith of the Lie. And I thought I was an outlier, you know, all these years. But apparently some places in the world, it happens. Yeah, so yeah. I guess it's it's the booze. I don't know. The Guinness that they're drinking. <laughs> that's what they decide to go with. So, Well, I just wanted to be clear because when we do our little thing, please say your name. And Roxy was like saying, oh, it should be an easy one for you, Chuck. And I was like, Roxy, <laughs> you're not looking at the spelling. And then I said, don't look at <laughs> you it. You just don't look at it. So anyway, Sean, take a quick second. Well, you already kind of started. Tell us a little something about yourself. Where are you from and where you grew up? Where'd you go to school? Things like that. Sure. I grew up in Boston. Took a couple years off from before I went to college, actually. Had a few lost years, if you will. Graduated from Penn State. Been about 20 years in journalism and got out of journalism a couple years ago. And I'll tell you what, when I ran across Tony's show years ago now, the crotchety old man journalist just reminded me of everybody over the age of 45 in a newsroom that I've ever met. And that may not be true now, as unfortunately I get closer to that 45 point. But that reeled me in. And how can you not enjoy that? Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. Is that something you always wanted to go into? Did you go to school for all that? Yeah. So 
back up a little bit. When I was in high school, I always wanted to go into broadcasting. And now I end up on this illustrious podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, (laughs) So I always wanted to go into broadcasting and I used to be very annoying and I would call the local radio station up and I'd say, let me call into your sports show with reports and whatnot. And I do it for free just because that's really what I wanted to do. And then I discovered that newspapers would actually pay me like 25 bucks to go to the same game and write about it. So that's actually how I got into journalism, very through the side door, if you will. And I never really figured I'd make a career out of it. But I'll tell you one thing. I know you've had some other, I think Don Hammock was on here before. Mm -hmm. The culture of a newsroom is just very much like a sports team. Obviously have your clicks, but you have a a lot of teamwork that goes into it. And that's something that kind of called out to me for so long before I left the business. So that's a roundabout answer to saying, yes, went to college, majored in journalism. Went to Penn State before some skeletons came out of the closet. So I I lived in Pennsylvania for about 10 years during and after college. And now I'm back here in Boston. I get to occasionally run across Claire Natola. And I mean, how awesome is that, right? Well, it's very awesome. We we had a blast. She was here for about five or six weeks. She's coming back, by the way, Roxy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she has to swing through for something back at that same place. So hopefully we'll get to hang out with her again. Now, did you live right in State College, Pennsylvania? I did, yes. Okay. Um, it was my first exposure to college football. Anybody knows anything about Boston? Not a college football town. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember going to my first game. What do you mean? There was the uh, Flutie game. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Tony was in the end zone, wasn't I he? think so. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not clear about that, but I'm pretty sure he was maybe at the game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not sure about that either. <laughs> so yeah, so I went to my first game and there were like 100,000 people surrounding me and I'm like, this is such a great sports drug. How can I not enjoy this? So I've been a college football fan ever since. I've drifted a little bit away from it since it's, it's been a while since I graduated from school. But state college is pretty much what you would expect any big state school town to be. When I was there, there were 40,000 undergrad plus grads there. So it has a little bit of a big city feel, but obviously it's not for a few confined blocks, but it's not a huge place. So I had a little bit, little bit of the best of both worlds. Well, absolutely. And people, I don't know how caught up you are on the podcast and how much you know about us, but we've did tours with Broadway shows and people always ask me like, what's your favorite town? State College and Madison, Wisconsin were two of my favorite. Those yeah. are the top two because they're college towns and they were just always so fun. Now, the thing I do remember about State College, is it Eisenhower Hall? Is that the name of the theater? Yes, Eisenhower Auditorium. Pulled that one out of my ass. Um, Beautiful space. Beautiful Mm. space. They're very lucky to have that. And people would always ask. And it's a combination of rural yet, like you said, there's like a section of blocks that are just makes it feel like a city, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, you go five minutes away and you can tip over a bunch of cows. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I always had fun playing there. And, you know, it's mostly just because, you know, if you want to go out after the show, there's always something mm-hmm. open, College mm-hmm. Town, cheap beer, you know, stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. So cheap that's beer, I, I didn't even know that still existed, to be quite honest. Yeah, I hate so much my beer nowadays. So. Right, <laughs> right. So how did you get into the Tony show? How did you become a little and all that stuff? You know, uh, it's there have been kind of a couple, I guess, stints of listening to Tony, if you will. Basically, in my early 20s and doing a little bit of traveling. And when you live in a bigger city, you don't generally get an ESPN radio affiliate. So I'd be driving, I don't know, through Utica, New York or whatever. And I've always been the type that flips around the radio dial wherever I'm at. I just love hearing whatever people are talking about locally. And came up across an ESPN radio station. And as I said before, you know, when I first heard Tony's show, just crotchety old man complaining about absolutely everything. Likes nothing, you know, (laughs) and so it just appealed to me. Um, And so I listened to him while he was on ESPN radio for a few years. Then I listened to him a little bit. After school, I worked probably a couple hours from D.C. in southern Pennsylvania. So I could pick up 980 or whatever other station he had been on. And then I rediscovered the podcast probably, well, whenever it was that he went off radio and went to the podcast. And I was like, hey, this is cool. Uh, Let me get back into it. I was actually in between there too, not to jump around too much. I also did live outside of DC for a few years, like 2009, 2010-ish. So that was like another dalliance with TK and his crew. But it's everyday listening for me at this point, because again, who can't love a crotchety old man talking about, you know, coasters, <laughs> coasters or outlets or whatever. Right. Right. And now go back to you. So when and again, did you get out of journalism? 
Uh, I got out of journalism two, about two and a half years ago, right before COVID, which was the perfect time to do it. Sarcasm. It's always great to switch jobs right before a major pandemic. Oh, sure. And I was, I was in journalism basically since the time I was in high school, which was very long ago. And I don't know what you know about the journalism field, but it's been shrinking and not growing over recent years. And I just thought it was time for a change. I loved what I did. I still love what I did, but I was able to hook on with the marketing department here at one of the hospitals in Boston, which was awesome. And let me, I, I stayed at home and uh, this is my hometown. I moved away for a pretty long period of time, but Boston will always be where I'm from. All right. Well, let's go there before we have to take a quick break and just um, let's just get out of the way because I think we're going to have good news here, Roxy. Boston, your home. Where's your fandom? Mm-hmm. All right, what's your favorite sport? What's your favorite teams? All that kind of stuff. Come on, Chuck. Are you, I figured you wouldn't have me on the podcast if I, was, if I were a Yankees fan. So. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, you never know. So I mean, I figure you have standards. Yeah. So yes, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics, Patriots. Oh, you're across um, the board. The one thing that's that's just so changed for me, and Chuck, I don't know how long you've been a Red Sox fan for, but just the dynamic following them since they've won the World Series. Mm-hmm. There's a term used pejoratively around here, the pink hats, all the people who have kind of jumped on the bandwagon yeah. since then. Oh, sure. But, you know, this has become such a football town, too, mm-hmm. uh, with the Patriots. And when I was growing up, the Patriots were horrible, and they had 15,000 people in the seats. And to see now it being really a football town as opposed to a baseball town is uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, but yes, interesting. Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is interesting, actually. Yeah. Now, I also find it weird because the Patriots play so far away from downtown Boston. Right. I don't know. I feel like the Red Sox, that Patriot is Boston. Patriot Place is awesome. Oh, Patriot Place is great. It's now, awesome. just for the record, I don't know if you know, I'm not a Patriots fan. Roxy's a diehard Patriots yeah. fan. Ooh, uh, are you a Giants fan? No, he's not. Would I root for a team from New Jersey? Why would I do that? <laughs> I Jets? I, I don't know. It's a long time. I'm a Saints fan, actually. New Orleans Saints fan. Okay. Uh, that goes way back to when I was in high school and the great kicker, Morton Anderson. Uh-huh. I always love rooting for the underdog. I love the Cinderella teams. And yeah. there was back in the day, there was no bigger you know, underdog than the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went. Absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad's from up there. So, of course, I'm all, all Boston all the time. I have to say, though, I feel like the Bruins, like hockey is big up there. Hmm. I think bigger than baseball. But is that is that true? No. I would say hockey as a sport maybe is bigger up here. Okay. I don't I wouldn't say the Bruins. I, I would say the Red Sox are I, definitely definitely in the hierarchy over the Bruins, but the number of hockey rinks we have around here is absolutely insane compared yeah. to anywhere else I've ever lived. Mm-hmm. So I live probably a ten minute drive from three or four hockey rinks. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I was never one of those kids who I don't know how to skate, so I, I guess I kind of my Boston card is kind of shredded a little bit, torn around the edges. Not <laughs> it's not full on, but you know those kids they get up at five a.m. and they yeah. go to hockey practice or ice figure skating practice. I mean, I've always admired that. Yeah, it's insane. Interesting. So the the Red Sox are above the Bruins. Oh, absolutely. Cool. As it should be. Right. I mean, come on, it's right. freaking right. hockey for Pete's. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, I know. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever follow the Revolutions in soccer? I have been to a few of their games. You know, you mentioned uh, how the Patriots play pretty far out of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of helps them, I think, because they get fans from all, all over, over yeah. all over New England. But soccer is such a city sport. And they've been talking for years about building a stadium for the Revolution oh, in Boston. Really? So. I've it's, been to um, a few games of theirs at Gillette Stadium, and that was always... I've never seen the Patriots play there, but I have seen the Revolutions play there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever gone to a Revolution game since they moved to Gillette, so... Yeah. All right, guys, way too much Soccer Boston talk? talk. <laughs> Soccer <Sorry>. talk, <laughs> hockey talk, Boston talk. No, We're lose everyone. never enough. All right, well, it's, it's conveniently time to take a quick break. Okay. You can stick around, though, right? <laughs> yes. All right. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is Greg Dobbs, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Sean Smith with us, and we're having a good time here. Now, we got a little heavy in the Boston talk, so we're going we're gonna to get away from that because we don't want to like lose our listeners. We respect the Yankee fans. Well, mm-hmm. some of us do. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> no, but seriously, we have so much more to get into. Now, you said you spent a couple years outside of D.C. Now, I know that was long before Chatter, but did you ever get down to those events? Did you ever be- Have you ever been to a Jingle Fest? Did you ever get down I to Chatter? I have not been to a Jingle Fest. Last year, I got... 
finally got to a summer of littles. Oh, nice. Um, we had one in Boston. It was awesome. Oh, but that was uh, Sully's, Aunt Claire, right? Claire, you know what you're doing. <laughs> so we were we were at summer of littles, and somehow Aunt Claire and Brian, I forget his last name. Becker? Pardon me. Brian, yes. In the bouncer at the bar we were at, started singing the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> it was one of the most surreal and most wonderful moments of my life. It was just beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Now, we also heard there were some poems read. Yes. Uh, you know, Luis Gluck was a very big part of the evening. No, that's what, and they actually sent us that book. Yeah. Or no, actually, someone gave it to Cool Aunt Claire to, to bring to, to us. us when she saw us here in the city. And we've done that a few times. We got some negative feedback about it, though. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so if we have like a special guest on, sometimes we'll whip one of those out. But it's a good time. No, it was a good time. Now, I mean, except how was the host? Be honest. I mean, was he okay? I, I, yeah, he lovely. I, I like that guy, Sully. Oh, really? I mean, even he doesn't like Rivia, but, you know, that's okay. Forgive him a little I bit. I know. I heard I like Sully and I wanted to move on. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, he's great. Good friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. I have to say. He actually has two segments named after him yep. now on our, po- on our podcast. Yep. Okay, so, but never got down to Chatter, though, right? I did get down to Chatter oh. a couple times, actually. And the great waitress, Carol, took a photo of me and Tony, where Tony's eyes are absolutely closed. Aww, so it does no good at all, like, <laughs> hanging up on the wall or anything. It's like, this is my one moment, and this is what happened. That's so, amazing. I thanks, mean, Tony. I mean, there. so only one picture was taken? No, there no, there were a couple. Like, because um, usually, like, I hold the phone up and I take a bunch all in yeah, a row. I in think case there, people I think blink. there were four or five, but I think his eyes were closed the and, entire like, time. One of them. Yeah, I mean, you could tell how into it he was. So he loves uh, his fans. So that's hilarious. he really does love his fans. I know. Now this is how stupid Chuck is. I've met him one time in my life, and I didn't think to get a picture. How dumb was that? You also didn't really think to say hi to Carol. Yeah, I felt horrible. <laughs> you were so starstruck. Yeah, they got us. Into uh, it was almost like a Catiline, like mm. think about getting on a Southwest plane and, you know, right. hey, you want a photo with Tony? So I'm like, sure, you know, whatever. So there's 20 people lined up for the photo. Or yeah. yeah. Well, that's hard. You just then. needed to give his eyes a break then. No, no, man. <laughs> I had back. I had him one on one. Yeah. One on one. you. Right on the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I stalked him. I mean, <laughs> that's all there was to. <laughs> you lurked. Okay. Well, I lurked. I lurked him. <laughs> well, he announced where he was going to be on yeah. PTI. He was in New York City. He's like, yeah, I'm going to see Come From Away tonight. So I'm like, boom, that's ran out him. the door. It's like t- seven blocks from my apartment. And I'm like, oh, I'm so there. And I literally waited outside for like a half hour mm-hmm. until I saw him coming up to go into the theater. He's, I mean, I've told the story. Very he's, gracious. He's very gracious and one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. So it was so worth it. Uh, was this but- before or during the podcast? Our podcast? Yes, your podcast. Oh, no, way before. Way, way before, before. Oh, a couple years this before, was, yeah. This was, I want to say, like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, obviously, yeah. and stuff like that. And I've brought all of his books, <laughs> except the one. Um, and, and he was so great. And he signed all of them, actually. he didn't. He, I handed one to him, and so he wrote this really nice message. And then I said, would you sign my other one? <laughs> he looked at me kind of, that's where it started going south, I'll be honest. But then I cut right in, and I said, Mr. Corner, I said, you just sign your name. Just sign your name. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, great, great, great. <laughs> Because I was like, yeah. So anyway. No, no, I want a full page message on every Well, he did book. that for the one. He was just so know, yeah. he was thrilled just that yeah. someone would come up on the street and ask him, you know, to sign his book. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. So anyway. Well, listen, Sean, this has been great. Fortunately, we're running out of time here. You're okay with some of our fun, dumb questions, right? Sure. Bring them on. All right. Cool. Now, do you want rapid fire first or would you like thought provoking questions first? Let's go with the rapid fire first. Okay. All right. Well, I already know the answer to one of these, Roxy, because he... Very funny. Put it at the end of his email, but let's let the listeners know: crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth all the way. Crunchy will do in a pinch. It's kind of like if you like IPAs, like you will drink a Bud Light if it's there and no other options are there. But smooth all the way. Okay, this whole podcast might have gone in another direction now because. <laughs> oh, I know. I have a question. I can feel the emails coming in now from Sully and Todd Decay. Well, just you and- wait. Just you wait. Oh, oh okay. All right. Here's my question. Sam Adams or some other concoction of beer? <laughs> um, Generally, some other concoction. I, I'm not a, okay. I don't dislike Sam Adams, but Sam Adams is so, I can get it whenever I want it. Why yeah. not try something else? That's true. That is okay. true. Fair but enough. it's reliable. It's like old reliable. <laughs> that is, no, that is true. That is true. I was, uh, I was in Seattle visiting a friend a few years back mm-hmm. and day-long flight, got in at 10 o'clock, and the first place we hit was the bar afterward, and the first thing I saw was a coaster with Sam Adams on it. And I said, really? No, man. Good product, but I'm not going this far away to drink a Sam Adams. That would just be wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we differ a little bit there. Because nice I see Sam nice Adams and I'm like, oh, good, something I know. Right. I'll get that. <laughs> It was a good try, though, Roxy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got I your try. smooth peanut butter. What more do you I want? I did. I know. I, I know. know right? I'm out in left field here. <laughs> All right. How about Coke or Pepsi? Coke Zero. Okay. Okay. Wow, I grew up in I grew up in a house where it was always Diet Coke, and my parents obviously did not love me enough. They also didn't have a Subaru, so like <laughs> the love just wasn't there. But Coke Zero is probably the best non-full sugar soda I've probably ever had. So yeah. sure, mm-hmm. Coke Zero. Yeah. So that's why I like Pepsi because it's all sugar. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. But anyway, let's. I, well. I do. <laughs> all right. Garfield or Heathcliff? Garfield. Star right. Wars or Star Trek? You know, I am on team neither. Oh. Um, okay. I, if I had to pick, it would be Star Trek. I'm sorry, Star Wars. Star oh, Wars. Star Wars. Pick, Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> that shows you how much I'm into it. Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> or Shrek, yes. Brady Bunch or the Partridge family? Um, Partridge family. Yeah. That Greg could be really annoying, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, there none of the Bradys ever started going out with the celebrity boxing like Danny Bonaducci did. Right. True. That's true. Very That's true. Very true. He's an underdog. You have to root for. Him. I've yeah. actually met him. Yeah. Yeah, in the CVS in L.A. Yeah. It was, nice. It's kind of funny. Nice. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. Just... Okay. Are you a half full or half empty guy? I am a half-empty guy. It's a pessimistic Red Sox fan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, I'm going to ask one of Roxy's because she hasn't asked you yet. Cats or dogs? Dogs. And then finally, Uranus (laughs) jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Always funny. Always funny. Always funny. That's right. I agree. All right, Roxy. Now we're going to move to the more in-depth. This is where Roxy gets serious in the fun, dumb question section. Would you rather live for a week in the past or the future? past i love history so i'll go with the past I'm trying to think off the top of my head what week in the past over on living but oh I, see this is where okay i was just gonna cut you off. i didn't want to cut you off oh that's i fine. was like so what happened last week that was so great that you want to go relive it now this could vary <laughs> that's what i thought that means i'm oh, just stupid no just any week any in week past. in the past yeah oh okay that's and you don't have I any specific it. week I do not know i definitely do not want to relive last week so okay, th- it would okay. have to be a little further back yeah yeah right, gotcha. uh would you rather be the best player on a team that always loses or the worst player on a team that always wins? Worst player on a team that always wins, you get to have far more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, what if you never play? Like you're you, just sitting on the bench. You get to enjoy the fruits of everyone else's labor. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Ooh, the Roadrunner, although I wish I had a little bit more of a successful batting average than he does. <laughs> Uh, would you rather spend five days exploring Disney or New York City? New York City. Oh, that's oh, not yeah. a difficult question. I mean, really? you just go to Times Square, you get your Disney fill in like <laughs> now 30 seconds. So. Yeah. Even Mickey's there. It's very seedy, though. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Naked Cowboy even still in Times Square? Oh, yeah. He's... Now there's yeah. Naked Cowgirls. There's everything. There's yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, well, I have mm-hmm. to go to Times Square next yeah. time. I'm right. Yeah, absolutely. No, <laughs> I always stayed at the Upper East Side. Apparently, oh. need, to, need to expand my horizons a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, what three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party? I'm, I'm assuming Tony is not. Is Tony is included in the three. Hey, I wouldn't Tony. be able to bring him along as a... Uh, Why not? No, no. He would count as one of your three. He yeah. would count as one yeah. of my three. Yeah. Um, we should revamp say, that question. Let's say Kornheiser. Let's say... I am fascinated with the person that Barack Obama is, you know, not necessarily mm-hmm. politically, but just mm-hmm. his journey. Like when you think about it, how his life has unfolded. Yeah. You know, and I don't know a third off the top of my head. Chuck, yeah. I'll take you as my third. Aww. Well, if Tony's there, that'd be very sweet of you. Yeah. Now, it was funny. This came up a couple episodes ago, like where I, when they said Tony, someone else said Tony. And I said, oh, he's not coming. There's no way. Well, but this is your fantasy dinner party. Right. Well, but then, so but then his happen. other two people, I believe, one was Tiger Woods and, and the other one was John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, then Tony would be there. Oh, Tony would be there. <laughs> he absolutely. would totally be there if that. <laughs> uh, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, I'm trying to think what's on my bucket list right now. Probably Asia, but I cannot tell you exactly where. I've always been fascinated by China and Japan. So oh, nice. that is one place I've not been. So Yeah. And let's round out the whole thing here. If you were to host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Let's say the Beatles, because back Mm. in 1965, because that's the era my mother grew up in. Just the pure joy that everybody had. You know, everybody loved these guys. Yeah. Obviously a much more innocent era, but just would love to see that energy. 
Yeah. Like you hear about the the Shea Stadium concert they had and other shows too, but you have 60,000 screaming fans and sure. you know, what it would it be like to be in an environment where you, you have two or 300 people just going absolutely ballistic. That, yeah. that I would love to hear that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Roxy, we got time for one more. All right. What's your most embarrassing childhood memory? Oh, boy. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Oh. <laughs> um, it's a funny story to me now. I think I was in sixth grade, and I had my favorite pair of sweatpants on. And for whatever reason, little mishap, and, you know, the crotch splits apart, and so I'm walking around school showing off a little bit more than I probably should be. Tidy whities and whatnot. And so that was embarrassing. But there was a very nice guidance counselor who took me into her office and sewed my pants. Aww. Aww. Now, did you notice right away? Or was this something like someone had to point out to you? you? No, I don't remember. I, I okay. think it was relatively quickly. But yes, I was a delicate flower at that age. So yeah. I yeah. needed any and all handholding that I could get. And this woman, which I remember her name, was a saint. So Aww. Yeah, that is really sweet. All right. Well, Sean, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles here. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can people get in touch with you? You're on Twitter and all that, right? Yep. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Smith Says. I just tweet about sports and I make really bad hot takes about how horrible the Red Sox bullpen is. So I don't know if I'm <laughs> okay, going to be Tommy. offering much of the conversation. Uh, well, the key to this, though, is Smith Says. Is that what you said it was? Yes. And that's spelled how? That is with a Y. <laughs> Yep. With a Y and an I. S-M-Y-T-H-S-A-Y-S. All right. Now, speaking of Twitter, I find, you know, we do some lurking. We've admitted that, okay? But I think it was one of your last tweets that you had when you posted the the Saints. They were 11-0 at the time. Washington was going to beat us. And then they had that strip fumble for the touchdown. Yes. And I, I just love that when I saw that. I was like, oh, I'm going to like this guy. So <laughs> Now, what brought that up? I remember watching the game. I was watching a Patriots game in the bar and somebody had posted something about another moment of Washington football team futility. Right. And I actually feel, I don't want to say bad for Washington fans, but crazy owner. So I don't know. I remember watching that game, though. I just remember it being insane. I remember the Saints were, you know, that I think that might have been the year they won the it Super was. Bowl. It was. 2009. It was. Yep. It was like 22 seconds before the half and they tied the game and then all went. Yeah, it was crazy. It was an insane finish. It was a great year. Anyway, I, I approved that tweet. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> Thank so. you. All right. Well, thanks again, Sean, for coming on. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Plain and simple. We're going to have to seek <laughs> out some easy. unders. We haven't had an under in a long time. I know. It's been a while. All right, Sean, thanks again. We really appreciate the time. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. A bird. A plane. Now, the Loyal Littles Podcast. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Sean Smith. Not Smythe. Smith, not Smythe. Smith, spelled S-M-Y-T-H. I feel like I'm going to do that Kim Wilson thing, yeah. two L's. Sean <laughs> uh, Smith, S-M-Y-T-H. Great time, as always. And really appreciate him coming on. And we didn't get to this in our first segment, obviously, Roxy. So uh, let's get to some emails. What yes, do you say? Yes, let's do it. All right. We're going to start here. Roxy, this is from someone we've never heard from. Ooh. You're not going to fall for this again, are you? I might. This is from <laughs> Pinky, P-I-N-K-I, Jane, J-A-I-N. Hi, Pinky. It says, hello there. Your website is not ranking well on Google. What? We can help you. Putting really? your website on the Google top page and getting more customers. <gasps> Let me know if you're interested. We would be happy to send you past work, pricing, and proposals. Thanks and regards, Pinky Jane. Shut the front door. Roxy, <laughs> you're not going to fall for that again. So I guess Spam. we should say thank you, uh, Dina Damascus, for that email. And <laughs> I see a pattern here. I love it. It's okay. We, we're having fun with that. So... And then we're going to get to, we haven't done this in a long time. I believe Ed Butt was the last time we did this. We got an email from Debbie Mittman, and it says, I know a while back you discussed reading emails that never made it to the big show. Well, after Tony and Andy Beyer on the show this past week, as he does every year before the Triple Crown races, it reminded me of an email that I sent in last year. I'm not at all surprised that it didn't pass muster for the podcast, but I thought I would send its contents along to you. Okay, so this is what the email said. Every time Andy Beyer is on the show, I have a David Aldridge moment, and that's not a good thing. 
a long, long time ago, I was an officer at a local bank that no longer exists, and one of my departments performed signature verification for large checks. On more than one occasion, my staff brought me checks written by Andy Beyer, and his signature looked nothing, all in capitals, <laughs> like the signature on the signature card. So each time, I would return his checks unpaid. I had no idea who he was at the time. <laughs> Needless to say, my superiors informed me after he called the head honchos. Now, all these many years later, I feel compelled to apologize profusely for whatever business deal or wager that I totally screwed up for him. Yes, I cringe with embarrassment every time I hear him on the pod. Aww. Love your podcast and congratulations on the new website, Debbie Mittman. So thank you, Debbie, for that. Now, we also heard from Bobby. Yes, we did. Okay. Now, he had some issues with our flip, our cup, flip cup technique, I guess. Terminology. Well, our, what we thought. Okay, listen, Bobby, it's been a long time since I've played it. I mean, this is a good thing, right? That we have no idea because that means we're not doing this every night in the bars, I guess. <laughs> I don't here know. In that might not be a good thing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll start. Yeah. You explained it, Bobby. And yes, it all came flooding back to me. That is correct. Well, let's hear how he explained it because with the modern technology we have today, he yeah. felt he was even more compelled. It was so bad. He's like, I I'm he, sending you this. Yeah, he sent us a video. A demonstration. Now, he even says in there, it's not going to make for good podcasting, but we're going to play it anyway. Yeah. Here we go. Take it away, Bobby. Chuck, Roxy, Ritz, I love you all, but you could not have been any farther away on Flip Cup. You do not flip the cup from upside down to right side up. You don't pour anything in after for the other team to drink. You start with the cup right side up and beer in it. Now, sometimes you will find some crazy people who will play with a full beer that you have to chuck first, but generally you start with about one mouthful, one sips worth of beer in the cup. You drink the beer, you flip the cup from right side up to upside down, and then the next person on your team goes once you have successfully flipped. If you do not successfully flip, you try again. I know this video won't be much use to the podcast audience, but I still feel that you missed it by so much that you need to see a demonstration. So here we go. Okay. Yeah. Done. All right. There you go, Littles. <laughs> I know you can see it, but he you actually- can feel it. I'm impressed. <laughs> Uh, full disclosure, he got it in two tries. I know. He he had one missed flip, and then yeah. he tried it again, and he nailed it. Yep. So yep. I, I was very impressed, Bobby, with mm -hmm. your flip cupping skills. Mm -hmm. uh, then he continues on, and this is important because of our last Meet the Littles guest. He says, oh, and as far as the other Kansas town you were thinking of with the same name as a, quote, bigger city, I'm going <laughs> to guess you were thinking of the home of Kansas State University, Manhattan, Kansas. Absolutely. I've played there so many times, and I, yeah, there's a Manhattan, Kansas. Um, you said Manhattan, Kansas. I did? <laughs> yeah, you did. Is that did. tomato, tomato? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I said Kansas just now. You did. You corrected it, I corrected but it. I could feel the littles going. Cringing? Yes. <laughs> what did I say, Kansas? <laughs> yeah, Manhattan, I like Kansas. It. I like it. Maybe that's where Dorothy's from. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that okay. is exactly what I said. I yeah. knew there was another mm -hmm. big city. Of course. Yeah. A it's bigger city. Bigger city. It's yeah. not really big. But now yeah, I know it well. Nice university. Very friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, great theater. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So thank you, Bobby, for that. You know what I just thought of? Maybe it's because, you know, when you sing, I went to Kansas City on a Friday. When you're doing it, like, quickly. I went mm. to Kansas City on a... Anyway. All no, right. there's still an S there. Always. Always. All right. And then Roxy. We, ha we have to finish with this okay? because Chuck here discovered something that just blew his mind. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, That's tr true. Yeah, you didn't, didn't mm -hmm. either. Okay, so quick shout out to our dear friends, Eric and Demir. They invited us out for my birthday because they yeah, knew. Yeah, to what, New Jersey. They kind of knew what was going on and they wanted to take my mind off things. They thought if I got out of the city, it would yeah. be better. So we took yeah. the train to southern New Jersey, I guess, or, mi or middle. I don't even know. Somewhere in New Jersey. Middle. I don't know New Jersey. I don't know. We just get on the train and we get off the train. <laughs> So, and you know, we're, we're going to do a nice dinner, go out for a drink maybe. And then, yeah. you know, but we start at their house. They bring us back okay, to the yeah. house because mm -hmm. he's still working, whatever. And so they have, you know, she has some nice appetizers Yep. and there's this tray of green grapes. Yeah. Just, you know, green grapes. And I love green grapes. Yep. Did you tell her that? No. No. Cause we had watermelon, but that was at our, our house. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, how did it start, Roxy? Should we just cut to the chase? Littles, have you ever heard of cotton, cotton candy grapes? Cotton candy grapes. Have you ever heard of these? They I, are insane. Ridiculous. Redunculous. However you want to word it. I must get more. You want to send us a box of that? Send us that. No, seriously. Okay, so. <laughs> no, okay, because here's They're the thing. They're green grapes, but you bite into them and they taste like cotton candy. They taste like cotton candy. I don't know how they do it. I don't care how they do it. 
my big thing is that how did I go in life 40 years without knowing about these? Because I'm a big Green Grapes fan. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. When I travel with my shows... Full disclosure, I try to like, because one of the big things you do is you come home from the show, you're you're unwinding till like one or two in the you're morning, you, you snack, yeah. you snack. So one of the things I always, in every city, I always try to, as soon as I get there, go out and buy green grapes. So I've bought green grapes all over the country. Yeah. So never it's not, cotton candy green grapes, though. I, no, I've never even heard of them, they much less. They were so good. So my question is, how have I gone this long without by accident even, buying them. I mean, has anyone else heard of these? Well, of course, because now we've asked my sister. Comment on our website. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. she's trying to plug the website. Good for you. <laughs> LoyalLittlesPod.com. But no, seriously, I've never even heard of them, much less, but I'm just stunned that I've never by accident bought them. Yeah. Because I buy them all, so even yeah. if it's a regional thing, right, Western, right. Eastern, Southern, whatever. I, I don't know. Now, my other good. question is, do they have purple grapes? Is that? Red grapes. Red grapes, purple. Red. I call them red grapes. Purple? I thought they're purple. Don't well, they, they look purple? They kind of look a little purple, but they're red. Are they red? That's what they're called? They're like a maroon. Littles, right in. <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> but no, I was curious if they have, I didn't think to ask them. I don't know yeah, if they knew. Yeah. And she was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we get this all the time. Now, since then, my sister, one of my sisters, she said her granddaughter loves them. Yeah. So she gets them all the time. So is, the thing that's killing me right now is it sounds like this is a Northeast thing. Maybe. We lived in the, I've lived in the Northeast my whole life. Mm -hmm. I've never seen these or ever had them. Mm -hmm. I don't understand, but they're, they're freaking delicious. Cotton candy grapes, I guess they're just called. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if they come in both, you know, if it's just the green or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but Write it's kind of changed know. my life because we're going to have to seek these out now. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing you can find them somewhere in Manhattan. I, I don't know. I mean, if you can get them in Jersey, I would think you can get them somewhere in Manhattan. I but, don't know. I mean, we've bought them in Manhattan many we'll times. Look. We've never gotten them. So we'll look. anyway. Roxy, we are out of time. Let's get out of here because I want to get this out to everyone and just thank you. Again. Thank you again for the birthday wishes, the well wishes, everything. All the condolences. Lot, it means a lot. Littles are just, I. it's amazing. We've never even met these people and they're just mm -hmm. the kindest people we've ever met. And we're looking forward to meeting as many as you as we can, hopefully down at Jingle Fest. Yep. And Summer of Littles up in New York. Yep. Get there. August I guess we're 6th. doing Hurley's again. Yeah, probably. I think. I th well, it's on the website. Yeah. Which is? Summeroflittles.com. There you go. We had to get that plug in, too. And, Roxy, how can they reach us? You could just go to our website. Just go to the website. LoyalLittlesPod.com. I feel bad because Roxy used to have this big thing. I know. But actually, I could still use it as a sound check. You could. She did mm -hmm. that earlier. She mm -hmm. she wanted to test her brain, I think, and it just make so sure she still knew what me. it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, it's it's better this way. This way, Loyal, everything's in one yeah. place. Loyallittlespod.com. Just go there. You can connect to anything we have. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, once again, thank you, Sean Smith, S-M-Y-T-H, for coming on and meeting the Littles today. And thank you. Oh, we have to give a special little shout out. I was just going to whip through these and say Lee Gordon, Greg Dobbs, and Shad in D.C. for our bumpers. But Lee Gordon went above and beyond. He sent us another little... Did you hear that? I don't think I even played it for no. you. No. He sent us another little fun little ditty. I'll oh, call. cute. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Lee Gordon, for that. And as always, if you're out shopping online at stickgrip.com... Or fogfreeeyewear.com. Don't forget to use our code... LLPOD. LLPOD. Don't forget to use it. Thanks again, everyone. Really appreciate it. Bye. Done.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Yes, you are. Oh, yeah.